This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Good Friday, 7 April in the year of our Lord, 2023. Um, thank you for being here in the war room today. Uh, I want to go to uh, Ben Harnwell in, uh, in St. Peter's. I'm going to come back to Michael Patrick Leahy because the, if you connect the dots to uh, Riley Gaines, the great swimmer who was attacked, viciously attacked, and I think almost came to great harm at San Francisco State last night, basically making a presentation of why women should be in women's sports and men should be in men's sports. If you look at what Michael Patrick Leahy is ta- telling us about Tennessee, the attack, the, 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 um, the massacre of Christians, it was attacked because it was a Christian school, and they were attacked because they were Christian children in a Christian school by a former pupil who had fallen into this ideology and has a manifesto and had planned this and plotted this for months and months and months to attack and murder and assassinate young Christian children and teachers of the Christian children in a Christian school, right? If you look at this, what happened in Tennessee uh, with these activists who were legislators, the riot was from school children, high school students. There were some others in there, some elder, older people and people there, activists to stir things up and people from out of state, but it was uh, people, young people from the school system. And if you look at Chris Rufo, what has been posted on Chris Rufo's Twitter feed, which we're going to get into on Monday and kind of do a, 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 at least a couple of segments special on it and get some top people to think it through. You see how Herbert Marcuse, these Marxists, the Frankfurt School, have embedded. This is the long march through the institutions. And you're seeing the manifestation of that. The physical manifestation is what happened to Riley Gaines in San Francisco. What happened to those children at Covenant School? What happened yesterday in the Tennessee legislature to hold accountable what had happened a week before with this riot and other riots to come. And you saw that in New York City on uh, the, the streets outside of of uh, Donald Trump's the bogus arraignment. And you saw the cultural Marxism of the source back prosecutors and how it's not the rule of law anymore. This is what American Bolshevism is. And this is on this holiest and most somber of all um, uh, events in the Christian calendar. We have to understand and have a deep of the deep spiritual war we're at. Uh, ben Harnwell, let me go to you in St. Peter's, sir, because the institutional church, both the institutional Protestant churches and the Catholic Church, are also embedded with the the long march through the institutions. The churches were the first things they focus on, and now you see a lot of the evangelical church, not a lot, but some of the evangelical church, evangelical Christian churches are falling under this. But they targeted the the cultural Marxist. Target. This is why the French Revolution focused on the church first. This modern Marxist revolution has very much focused on the institutions of the church, Ben Harnwell. That's absolutely right, Stephen. One of the reasons, of course, that the Marxists from the, from the beginning focused on the Catholic Church 
was because of its role within what we call today the Judeo-Christian uh, tradition, Judeo-Christian civilization, the West. Um, and the reason for this is that Marx himself realized that his ideas weren't taking on amongst the proletariat. Marx originally expected, and he, he later started writing about his disappointments, but he expected his ideas to set the proletariat, the working man, free, and it would be a spontaneous sweep across Europe of revolutions and, and these crooked capitalist systems would fall down one after another. And it didn't happen. The working people didn't buy into it. One of the reasons, I mean, there are two fundamental reasons. One of them uh, that Lenin realized was that it, that it, that it required something from the elites um, to push downwards, that, 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 the work, that the working guy himself is inherently conservative. The second reason is because the Judeo-Christian tradition, Steve, it gives people hope. Um, you know, that is the great the part about the, 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 the Christian uh, revelation, God's revelation to mankind. It is fundamentally message of salvation is a message of hope um, and that is something that people obviously bought into um, and one of the reasons that the that the Marxist uh, myths didn't catch hold is because there was this sense of they needed a sense of hopelessness Steve they needed a sense of hopelessness so that people would give up in the system and embrace the Marxist revolution and this is what the Frankfurt School back in when it was in its original founding in um, 1923, realised that their big task was, right, was to destroy the, the, the Judeo-Christian um, civilizations. It was, a, it was a, a source, a spring of hope. They needed to destroy that in order to leave the people helpless. Now, what was their strategy? Here's something I'm going to list off, and you can tell me where you think we are on this list, okay? So this is what the, 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 the Frankfurt School came up with. And then I'm going to tie it into the Catholic Church and the infiltration. But just, just this is how genius, in an evil sense, these people were. Incredibly perceptive, right? So in order to, to inculcate a sense of hopelessness in Western civilization, in order to, to catch fire with their Marxist uh, ideas, what did they need to do? The creation of racism offences. Continual change to create confusion the teaching of sex and homosexuality to children, the undermining of schools and teachers' authority, huge immigration to destroy identity, the emptying of churches, an unreliable legal system with bias against victims of crime, dependencies, dependency on the state and state benefits, control and dumbing down of media, and the encouraging of the breakdown of the family. So I'll let people... Uh, calculate for themselves how successful that very radical plan has been. Okay, so that's the Marxist. That's the Marxist school, right? Now, how does this segue into the Catholic Church and infiltration? Well, those were ideas. To get from ideas to implementation, it required um, a, a strategy. It required a political strategy. And the the the, the best person I think would uh, who, who actually understood how to to radicalise these ideas was Saul Alinsky, um, who wrote the famous book, uh, Rules for Radicals, dedicated to, to Satan, to Lucifer. Now, what's the connection to the Catholic Church here? Well, there was, back in 1986, there was a conference, I think it was in LA, and there was a young guy from Chicago who wanted to go over to this conference um, and study these Rules for Radicals, the infiltration on, on how to subvert society. Um, and the Catholic Church 
it was Cardinal Bernardine, paid for this guy, this young guy, to go over and learn these tactics of Saul Alinsky and how to subvert society from the outside in. Who was that guy back in 1986, that young kid? It was Barack Obama. And, and, and the, it was the Catholic Church, Steve. It was the Catholic Church itself, the institutional Catholic Church, Chicago, big importancy. Um, that, was, that, was, that was sponsoring this infiltration. And that's how these things all tie together. You can see how successful these cultural Marxists have been in implementing their agenda. Uh, but this is the great thing. You, this is the great news. The great, the, the, the great thing that is happening is that finally, and this is why they hate Donald Trump, I think, so much. Finally, over the last sort of six years, the counter movement has really discovered its, itself. And one of the big things I think that has given this movement is this, this Make America Great movement, but, but it's a worldwide phenomenon. It's here in Italy as well. It has different names in these different iterations. But one of the, the great um, sources, I think, for this fight back is that people now know that they cannot trust the regular institutional media. Um, and that is fundamental. And that's, I think, explains a lot of, of yeah. why we're starting to have these successes in fighting back. Yeah, uh, ben, hang with me there at St. Peter's. By the way, is this not the Catholic Church? You look at the, Institute, you look at the Anglican community, the Southern Baptist Convention, the Methodist Church. The, you look at it across the board, the institutional church they came for. And, hey, they, they've got deep, deep, deep roots in it. Let's go back to uh, Michael Patrick Leahy. You make the most important point of all that this all started with a targeted assassination of young Christians in a Christian school purposely, on purpose, focused on the assassination of young Christians by a former student that was one of these trans terrorists, I think as Charlie Kirk calls them. The, the, the media all weekend were going to hear that this was a bunch of cracker, MAGA, uh, Tennessee volunteers that threw out uh, these uh, duly elected representatives. What, what is what is the what is the retort to that, Michael Patrick Leahy? Well, the mainstream media has that narrative all wrong. It's uh, biased and inaccurate. So here's the reality of this: uh, after Thursday's mutiny on the floor of the House of Representatives in Tennessee, the Speaker of the House, Cam Section, had no choice but to move to expel them because. As they made clear in their arguments yesterday, Justin Jones and Justin Pearson, in their 20 minutes defending each other, made clear that they had no intention of stopping their activities to disrupt the Tennessee General Assembly. They had a point of view. Uh, they promoted gun control. They knew they had no chance to get it through of the Tennessee General Assembly in normal operation. So their plan was to entirely disrupt the Tennessee General Assembly going forward. And in fact, if you look at the disrespect shown to the body by Justin Jones, it is chilling. Uh, he basically called the Tennessee General Assembly a dishonorable organization. He called uh, the Republicans there racist with no evidence uh, whatsoever. Now, let me point this out, Steve. Justin Jones was born in the Bay Area. He didn't come to Nashville until he got a scholarship at Fisk University for social justice uh, when he was 18 years old. He's only like 27 right now. So he is. But aren't there? But aren't there? Aren't there? But hang on. But aren't, aren't there a lot of people in the in the in the Tennessee, uh, either it, federal representatives or or in the assembly that are not native uh, 
to the great state of Tennessee. It's like my beloved Commonwealth of Virginia. There's a lot of folks that are not Virginians. A lot of Yankees. <laughs> there are a lot of Yankees. And yeah, I, think I think both are. senators are from Connecticut and Michigan. I think, you know, the governor is from someplace else. There are very few. Uh, is that a holdup? I, I think the bigger issue, Leahy, do people understand in Tennessee what's about to drop on them? You're about to get the entire entertainment industry down there in Nashville. You're going to talk about boycotts. You're going to talk about pulling. They're going to talk about pulling the NFL franchise. Do they understand? The 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 folks in that assembly understand that in standing up for this, you got to be ready to stand in the breach. Do they get that? Because you're you're about to have wait for it. They're going to say we're going to pull that franchise, that NFL franchise, the Titans out of Nashville because you're a bunch of racist crackers down there. Uh, well, they're unlikely to do that because uh, they've got $500 million from the state legislature uh, to subsidize their new uh, $2 billion dome stadium. So I, I don't think they're likely to do that. They can cry and, and moan as much as they want. Look, here's the deal. In Tennessee, we like to have our state run according to our Constitution. And if you have a disagreement on policy, go ahead and go elect somebody into office and go through the legislative process and have the debate, as you should. Uh, what this represents, the actions by Justin Pearson, Justin Jones, and Gloria Johnson, uh, represent the desire to have a mob control Tennessee state law. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen at all. And I think that... Uh, explain to the, uh, hang on, explain, explain, explain to the audience, why was she not removed? Because they're making is, is it because she's white? Why, why was she? What was? Why was she not removed? The, so the vote to remove Justin Jones was seventy-two to twenty-five. You need sixty-six out of ninety-nine. Not two-thirds of those present and uh, voting, but six uh, two-thirds of the entire members. So the vote against him was seventy-two twenty-five. The vote against uh, Justin Pearson uh, was sixty-nine twenty-six. She barely survived sixty-five thirty. But let me point this out. Uh, all three of them violated the House rules. Uh, of the three, she, her violations were the least egregious. She did not carry the bullhorn. She did not shout from the bullhorn. She didn't pound on the podium, and she didn't carry a sign. Uh, although, you know, I think that probably uh, she she deserved to be expelled. There were seven legislators that that gave her some grace in this. Hey, Michael, can uh, can we quickly get your coordinates? How do people get to the Tennessee Star to follow all of this in the Covenant shooting? All of it. How do the people TennesseeStar.com. TennesseeStar.com. You will get the best, most accurate reporting about all of this at TennesseeStar.com. Michael Patrick Leahy. I'm going to make a better new that NFL franchise, but we'll do that offline. Thank you very much. Back in a moment. Citizens, anyone who thinks they won't need emergency food isn't paying attention. Every day, the headlines get worse and worse and worse. Is the unthinkable next? It pays to prepare. That's why I seriously recommend you stock up on emergency food and you do it right away. You never know when the next shoe will drop, and when it does, emergency food will be hard to find. So get yours now. While it's on sale, go to MyPatriotSupply.com and check out their popular three-month emergency food kit. Right now, you'll save $200 per kit. Let me repeat that. $200 per kit savings. Each kit gives you a wide variety of delicious breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks, providing over 2,000 calories per day for optimum strength and energy. Act now and claim your $200 savings per kit. 
You'll sleep better knowing your family won't suffer if the worst ever happens. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com, and you'll enjoy free shipping, too. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. These are times that uh, try men's soul. Um, that's why we're doing these specials over the uh, over this uh, um, Easter weekend. We got the descent in the hell tomorrow. Doctor Taylor Marshall and uh, Doctor Tom Williams. Tom will be joining us from Rome, talking about the coming Christian persecution. Uh, also tonight at six o'clock, Doctor Taylor Marshall and uh, Joe Allen. This is a time try men's soul. Also, their hearts. Remember, you are the creditors committee, and we're gonna have a lot. Uh, don't have time, I don't think, today, but we're going to have it on Monday and Tuesday, go through the debt ceiling negotiations, where we actually stand on getting the financials of this country sorted. You're the head of the creditors' committee. You're the, you're the audience. You're the vanguard of these activists that stand in the breach. You have hearts of lions. Now we've got to start treating these hearts uh, so you're going to be around a long time because we can't lose you. Crom uh, Carmichael, tell me about Salty. Tell me how we're going to help uh, folks take care of their cholesterol, sir. Steve, uh, thanks again for having me. I'm, I enjoy listening to the 10 or 15 minutes of your show before before I get to come on. But uh, I'm gonna. we have our dueling bottles. I have my soul tea bottle. You have your soul tea bottle. And in this bottle is 60 soft gel capsules. You take two of those a day, and it will help your entire cardiovascular system. But our clinical trials were on how it, how it helps lower cholesterol. And for most people who take our product, they get a cardiovascular benefit that includes lowering their cholesterol. Oftentimes, it improves their blood pressure. Oftentimes, it improves their triglycerides. I'm kind of the perfect, I'm 74 years old. I've been taking our product for 18 years. And uh, my bad cholesterol dropped from 130 to 89. My blood pressure, and it stayed under 90 ever since. My blood pressures uh, remain good, and my triglycerides are in good shape. And I take zero prescription drugs. We, we got a really nice letter. We get lots of these emails from our customers. By the way, anyone in the posse who wants to send us an email to info at Soul Tea, uh, they're welcome to do it. Uh, it's there on our website. And uh, But this person said that they went to their doctor and the doctor checked their blood pressure first and said that it had dropped to the point where they might be able to come off their blood pressure medication, said his cholesterol had dropped to under 200 and his triglycerides were lower too. He said, thanks. He said, I have a couple of friends that I'm going to tell about this product, and I will probably order another box earlier than normal. Now, there's no particular reason to order earlier than normal because if you take advantage of our introductory offer, uh, then that is the introductory offer to our subscription, and we send you a 90-day supply every 90 days, and we give you a really good deal on that subscription. On your initial order, we even gave a better deal, and that is that if you go to warroomhealth.com, that's warroomhealth.com, and uh, and type in the code WARROOM at checkout, that's WARROOM at checkout, you get $29.95 off your first shipment. Of course, we pay the freight, and then on an ongoing basis, you get three bottles for the price of two, and we pay the freight on that also. So it works out to about 70 cents a day. Think of that as insurance for not only a healthy heart so that so that uh, you can live longer, but you can have but you can live healthier in that time. You have more energy. You can walk. You can do things uh, longer in life and enjoy life. And so 
We want you to have a healthy heart. As we mentioned earlier, heart disease is the number one killer, and heart disease generally takes 20 to 30 years to develop. So there's, it's, it's just, there's no time that's early enough to start taking care of your heart. It's kind of like taking care of your car engine. You need to change the oil in your car every 30 days from the time, every 3,000 miles from the time you get that car. Take care of your heart the same way. And here's our, here's our bottle right here. It is Soul Tea, and that's at warroomhealth.com, warroomhealth.com. Code checkout uh, at checkout is warroom. And Steve, thanks so much for having me, and thanks for all the great work that you do. And, and thanks for the posse for being so supportive of both Soul yeah. Tea and, uh, and, and Freedom. Well, that's what we got to the, the support freedom. You need a healthy heart, and you've, you've, the, the green tea extracts. The extraction of green tea, the concentration has made this such a great product. Uh, thank you very much, Crom Carmichael. Have a good uh, have a good Easter weekend, sir. Look forward to seeing you back here Steve, next week. Thank you, thank you. I'm a get Ben Burkhorn. Say, let me just go. Is Harnwell still with me in in Vatican? Ben, because my phone's already blown up, and 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 you've done such a great job here. Just I, I, and we'll put it up. Uh, we'll get it to Mo and and Captain Ben to get up on our site. You get thing. But the Barack Obama, uh, Cardinal uh, Bernadine story, you know, Obama had uh, such a relationship. We would praise the Cardinal all the time. And the Cardinal was another radical. Uh, just it's, it's, give me a source or two. We're going to send the links, but I just want to make sure people, because I know 99% of this audience had never heard that story before. So it kind of hit like a bomb on Good Friday. Uh, just give me your source of, of where you get that information about their close relationship, because they obviously had a very close and, and President Obama would always talk all the time about the close relationship and, quite frankly, how, quote-unquote, he made him, the cardinal made Obama an activist, Ben, uh, ben Harnwell. Yeah, and um, that's right, Stephen. I think Saul Alinsky's son um, spoke publicly about, um, about the impact that, that the father had had on uh, Barack Obama's formation as well. Uh, yeah, the thing about Cardinal Bernadine, I think that was first... Um, that was first uh, broke uh, by Phyllis Schlafly um, in one of her books a few years ago. If, if you're sort of, if you're like me and you spend uh, until the early hours of the morning reaching out into the dark uh, corners of the internet, reading this kind of stuff, it, you know, I've known this story for, for absolutely years and years and years. It's a, it's a sort of thing. It's, it's meat and drink in the Harnwell household. Um, so, but I can understand that sort of beyond the, the, the sphere of, of, of rad, trad catholic paranoia that these things perhaps aren't so well known but but the, the anecdote itself is is actually uh, in this in this little sphere it's it's quite it, it's quite well known and accepted and attested to but i think in answer to your question it's 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 phyllis the great late uh, phyllis schlafly who um that we need to thank for that one yeah we'll, we'll put it uh we'll, we'll get it up for everybody to see because it's it's an amazing story maybe one day we go through the whole interconnections there um, and he used to go out of his way. I think he went to Notre Dame to give the talk. He would go out of his way to talk about how the Cardinal was such an important part of his life and becoming an activist. Uh, Harnwell, just hang on because I've got to come back and get your take on the Ukraine from Rome. Let's go to Panama now. You know, we started the, the we did the cold open this morning, showing the chaos all over the world. Uh, Oscar Blue Ramirez and, uh, and uh, Ben Burkwam have been down there now at the Darien Gap to kind of doing the reverse until they got into this gunfight. Uh, but Ben, you're you're in Panama. Here's the important thing: it's these international institutions that are all 
cultural Marxists. The long walk through the institutions, the long march through the institutions was to not destroy the institutions, but to flip them to make sure they work for this kind of cultural Marxism. Right now, and as, you know, Saul Linsky, as they laid out, the Frankfurt School laid out, one of the key things is destroy a country's sovereignty by mass unlimited immigration. The fight on the southern border for our sovereignty and what you and Oscar Blue Ramirez have done such an amazing job and the other investigative reporters you work with and the Rural America's Voice team down there, Anthony Aquero, all of them have done just such an incredible job, is to show the American people that this is just not happening. This is just this is not self-organizing. It's very well thought through, and it's very well thought through from some very well-funded NGOs and other operations that are funded unbeknownst to most American taxpayers. Ben Burkwam in Panama. Yeah, uh, Steve, right, actually right where we're standing um, is we're kind of at the epicenter of that. And it's really a, a tragic story. Uh, right behind us to our left, you've got the Panama Canal, which was created by the American people uh, under Teddy Roosevelt. We gave that back, sadly, under uh, Carter and the Carter administration. This used to be where we're standing right now. It used to be an army base to protect the canal. This entire facility here, all the way down this street and, and for blocks, for several blocks in the other direction, is run now by NGOs, primarily the, the United Nations. We have the OIM right behind us. Uh, but you also have the Clinton Foundation here. The OIM, though, you have uh, the UNHCR, which is the refugee portion of the United Nations. But the OIM, the Operations of Immigration Management, they're the ones that were actually giving condoms to illegal migrants in the Coakley before they came across the Darien. They sit here in this former army base barrack uh, building in their lap of luxury as people are dying out in the jungle and they're simply just raking in the money. These facilities are opulent, they're massive, and they're growing. And by the way, we turn them over now the Chinese are going to control it. My dad, uh, if he was still That's alive, exactly it would still right. upset him no That's end. The Chinese taking over. Away the Panama Canal. Ben, talk to us about how uh, you got about a minute here. I want you to walk through about how when you get to the northern border, the NGOs, Heritage reported this, you reported these NGOs that are financed by American taxpayers are the probably the key element to drive this mass uh, of folks up from Latin America, sir. Well, they are the travel agents. They are the middleman between the cartel and Border Patrol. They are the the mouthpiece uh, speaking into the ear of Joe Biden. They are basically behind the scenes pulling the strings at every level. Uh, they, they're the, the third leg of the three-legged stool between the CCP, the cartels, and the deep state. Uh, but the, the really, they're the most sinister to me because especially on a day like this, Good Friday, when we talk about Jesus dying for our sins, they, they, they pretend to be good, but they are pure evil what they're doing and they drive it all. They're making money from the cartels. They're the middleman between the cartels, but they're making money from the American people as they're slitting America's throat. Ben, how do people, I know you're working on your new five part documentary. You got the new show up. How do people over the, over Easter weekend, how do we get uh, stay in contact with you on social media and all the reporting you're doing down there? Well, Oscar and I are both going to be releasing more stuff today. There's so much footage that we're going through. Uh, mine, yeah, obviously, you can get americasvoice.news, and my newsletter by Carrie Donovan keeps coming out. We've got some great news stories up at frontlineamerica.com. My social media is at Ben Burkwam and Oscar. OscarBlueRamirez.com, sir, and also OscarBlueRamirez at uh, Real America's Voice, sir. Okay, we look forward to having you guys back on Monday. You be safe. I'm very concerned about your guys' safety down there, given the, the situation you just had. 
Oscar Blue Ramirez, Ben Burkwam, thank you guys very much. Honored to have you both on here. Be safe on Good Friday. Be safe on Easter Sunday. We'll see you back on the show next week. They'll be putting up content. We want to make sure Denver and Captain Bannon and uh, Grace link to it. Short break. Back in a moment. Americans have had it. They're done supporting companies that rake in hundreds of millions, sometimes billions of dollars, while trashing the country that made their success possible. Until recently, we had to take it. But companies like Patriot Mobile are building a whole new economy, one which embraces the values that made America the greatest country on earth. Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offers dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks so you can get the best possible service in your area. Plus, they offer a coverage guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch to a different network for free without changing carriers. All this, plus the knowledge that you are supporting free speech, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, and our military and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call them right now at 878-PATRIOT. That's 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. We need to stand together and support companies that share our values. Remember, stop giving monies to companies that hate you. Support the Patriot Mobiles of the world. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 878-PATRIOT. Your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay. Uh, welcome back. Good Friday, uh, 7 April, year of alert 2023. Let's go back to St. Peter's Square. Ben, there's been a lot of developments, obviously, overnight in the Ukraine, this top secret plan of NATO and the United States. Uh, how is that being picked up by European media, particularly in the time you have Macron and the president, uh, what, Ursula von der Leyen, in, in, uh, in uh, Beijing, kowtowing to the CCP even as we speak, sir? Well, you know, actually, the, 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 the NATO memo story hasn't particularly been dominant in the European press. That's more like I, I'm seeing that on, on the new, in the New York Times. Um, I might add, I might add on that, that both sides, both uh, Russia and Ukraine have come out and, uh, and su- su- suggested that this, that, the, that this leak be treated with caution, suggesting that it's perhaps um, um, a, a propaganda psyop operation. And of course, that might be tried. I'm not going to go into it now, but anyone, um, if they're interested, just in, 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 the, in, in the context of war, not to trust anything, um, look up uh, Operation Mincemeat. There were films made about it in the 50s. That was where, in the Second World War, the British genius plan, they put some fake uh, invasion plans um, in the pocket of a dead um, person dressed as a, as a Royal Marine, put it out in the sea. Um, and the Germans, Admiral um, Canaris, picked it up. They accepted it, and it sort of is quite instrumental um, because it was a deflection from Sicily um, towards Greece. Um, and anyway, but the point is, is that these things need to be treated with caution. It, it's all it's all about bluff, double bluff, triple bluff. With regards to to Macron and Van der Leyen in China, yeah, it, it is disgraceful, and uh, the kowtowing is disgraceful. Um, However, I might add that there might be an element of deflection there. Macron 
has gone with the president of the European Commission. But more importantly than that, I think, and I don't see the press particularly picking up on this, he's gone with a, a delegation of businessmen, French businessmen, looking to invest. So the idea that perhaps Macron is sort of moving on already from the, the, the Ukraine war dynamic, and this is basically a foreign direct investment uh, mission from the French into China, under the auspices of talking to Emperor Xi about you know, giving a hand, um, speaking to Putin uh, with regards to the war. That's probably more what's happening. The takeaway, I think, is that Macron here is moving ever so slightly uh, as, as far as he can out of the America's sphere here. Um, and he's already sort of trying to normalise trade relations with China. Um, what, what was the third thing you asked me about? No, no, that's good. It was uh, it was about Bakhmut, about uh, the new war plan, and about the latest uh, of the people understand that Bakhmut could fall this weekend, uh, and uh, and then uh, Zelensky's got some some tough selling to do with his European allies. How's the European media covering Bakhmut? Well, you know, there's an expectation. You say it could fall um, this weekend. It could fall at any point in time, and that's been the situation I think uh, for the last four or five days since the Wagner Brigade hoisted a flag up upon the, 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 the local town council building. Obviously, that again, as again, as I was saying, all, it's all about propaganda. It's all deflection. Um, you and I said at, at the time, not to necessarily assume that Bakhmut is, in, uh, is, is, is literally falling to, to the Russians because it's all about bluff and, and the undermining of the situations. And of course, it turned out that there was a degree of exaggeration there. What is absolutely true, however, is that, that Russia have uh, probably half of the city. They're making inroads to the centre. Um, and it is only a question of time. And I think that's what, that's what the, uh, the European press is picking up on and waiting for. Ben, thank you very much for your coverage from uh, from uh, Rome on this uh, Good Friday. What's the social media? How can people follow you through the weekend, sir? Thanks, Steve. It's um, my surname, Harnwell, at Harnwell on, on Getter, which is my social platform of choice. I know I often hear at Steve Bannon being referred to as a fire hose of information, and that's absolutely true. But if you want the fire, you need to come to at Harnwell. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. Appreciate it. Uh, we've got Dr. I've asked Dr. Shiva to join us for a few minutes here this morning because of winbackfreedom.com. We sent a lot of people there yesterday. And I, I just want to make sure, Dr. Shiva, particularly people that are going to go there and read a lot of information over the weekend, uh, how important this is. This came up about uh, on this, uh, on, on I guess, uh, Elon Musk putting up uh, all his... Uh, all the uh, formulas and all the algorithms up that people could look at, and people noticed that there was lines of code that might provide a backdoor to the U.S. government. And we said, no, Dr. Shiva's been suing on this for, year, I think, going on three years now. Talk to us, how serious is this? How dangerous is this? Not just for people using Twitter, but for citizens in this country that are kind of being misled by, this, by the owners of this crime scene, sir? Yes, Steve, the bottom line is social media is a, a government-controlled entity, and the seriousness of this is a following. The First Amendment says that the Congress uh, will not do anything to bridge the freedom of speech. What Congress has done in collusion with Silicon Valley is that they have created a infrastructure, which I call the backdoor portal, which came out of our lawsuit, and through the playbooks and the long fuse report, which we first put together in a wonderful diagram, which I'll go to, but fundamentally, 
that backdoor portal allows government to essentially tell Twitter, tell Facebook what to do to silence uh, U.S. citizens. And these people, they have put this in writing that they considered their First Amendment a problem. So they needed to do an end run around it. So what did they create, Steve? They created this backdoor portal, which is fundamentally an ecosystem. It's not one line of code. It's not uh, one agency, as has been recently been coming out by these quote-unquote conservative influencers who are essentially lapdogs to Musk, hiding this larger infrastructure, which is a system. It is an interconnected system of government, of non-government players, of agencies, CISA, DHS, a whole slew of them, NASID, and it involves particularly NGOs. In the next diagram, you'll see there's a, a wonderful network diagram, which brings up all these people. Now, what's interesting, Steve, is in this graph, in the previous graph, when I started exposing, as I was put back on Twitter on December 20th, I said, hey, Elon, are you going to take down this backdoor portal? And in response to that, every tweet I increased more and more, demanding that he take this portal down, Steve, more and more, my, less and less my impressions became, went from 500,000 impressions to 300,000 impressions, and down, I think I'm now to 20,000 impressions, which shows that the backdoor portal is not only government, non-government agencies, but it also involves these algorithms. You know, for 30 years, Steve, I've been involved in the field of AI. I did a lot of the AI work originally for the White House, built a whole company on it for analysis of email. AI algorithms involves keywords, ontologies, rules. So what Musk has actually done, and that was his job, he is actually continuing to run this crime scene, and his role is to sheeple conservatives to quiet down to think he solved the problem. He was brought in by Silicon Valley to put a face on Twitter because the Vijaya Gade and Jack Dorsey's were just open fascists. Musk's role is to put a clean face on it to make people think he solved problems. But what he's actually done is people like myself, people who are independent voices, are actually held in digital cages. And through this backdoor censorship portal, again, it's not one line of code. It is an entire ecosystem as that diagram that we submitted as courtroom testimony. One of the important things, Steve, that people need to understand is when after yesterday's a video that we did, people are saying, well, you know, there's no evidence. Well, there's actually courtroom evidence in 2020, where the judge asks the social media director of the government, are you, you know, how did you do this? She goes, we are a partner with government, actually in black and white text, in court transcripts. And then when the judge asks her how you used a portal to take down Dr. Shiva, who was a U.S. Senate candidate, how did you feel? They said, we felt relieved. So this is not any conspiracy. This is in black and white courtroom text and transcripts. What's unfortunate is this was three years ago, Steve. You guys covered it. Gateway Pundit covered it. All these conservative influencers who today claim that they are for fighting for free speech, where were they in 2020? Because we all know delayed truth is deadly. Had they covered it then, we could have had impact over the last 24 months. Well, everything is sort of fossilized. You have the quote-unquote conservative thinks Musk is their, you know, false, uh, false god. And, you know, it, it is Easter coming up, Steve. We can't Forget that most of Christ's work was not going after the direct establishment, but the not so obvious establishment, the Sadducees and the Pharisees. And that's what we have today. And it's also important to recognize that Pierre Omidyar, the Murdochs, particularly Pierre Omidyar, funded the non-governmental agency known as the Center for Internet Security. Again, one part of this backdoor portal. And Omidyar funded that to be the clearinghouse to launder the censorship. Well, I find it fascinating that the Intercept, 
does a plagiarized version of our work to just recently tries to take credit for it when we are the ones who did it, but they leave out this big thing, Pierre Omidyar. Even, you know, big tech censorship experts like Glenn Greenwald, who've exposed Pierre Omidyar, they leave out this connection that Pierre Omidyar is the one who funded this backdoor censorship portal. And the data's there, it's all in courtroom evidence. So the bottom line is this, Steve, that this back yeah. this backdoor Go censorship ahead. portal is an ecosystem. It's dangerous because it's an end run against the First Amendment. And you know, in okay. 2000, just, Steve, just, when the Bush administration just, was around, hang, 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 just hang it. We're running out of time, and I want to make sure we get this in before the weekend, so we can study it. With all the testimony they've had in the weaponization of government committee, are you saying that this the backdoor portal in the ecosystem is still operational as we speak today on Twitter? It's fully operational, Steve, and in fact, it's gotten more sophisticated. And you can see what Musk is doing is this. So this, you know. Open sourcing is just a limited hangout cover-up not to discuss the real issue. Clayton Morris directly asked uh, Musk on December 22nd in an open Twitter spaces, Dr. Shiva's lawsuit exposed the backdoor portal. Have you taken it down? How is this consistent with your being a free speech absolutist? He goes, ooh, let me get back to you on it. That sounds Orwellian. That's four months ago. And I've been the only one who's been tweeting against it, exposing it. And he thinks he's doing me a service, Steve, by putting me back on Twitter, being a free speech guy. The reality is every time I've tweeted against on this issue, more and more and more I'm being squeezed. And if you notice, an article came out saying that Musk has a list of 35 people that he actively promotes. AOC's on it, Ben Shapiro's on it. So he promotes the not-so-obvious establishment on the left and the not-so-obvious establishment on the right to create this fake dialectic as though he's some supporter of free speech. This guy's one of the most dangerous people. What Dorsey was easy to identify, what Musk is doing is giving the illusion of free speech when he's maintaining this backdoor portal and will not ask a fundamental question. I challenge Elon Musk, if he's about open source, release for each Twitter account, each account, the ontology is a keyword, right? And all the internal and external requests that have been issued for my account, your account, everyone's account, Steve, that would be open source. But he won't do that because he's in alignment with government because his multi-billion dollar valuation of Twitter demands that he maintain Section 230 immunity. We all know social media companies get a 10x on valuation. Publishers get a 2x. So in order to maintain his immunity, he's got to serve his masters, which is government. SpaceX got $6 billion from government. Tesla, the entire profitability of Tesla is based on, yeah. you know, government he, he, uh, he, he was, tax credits. He, he was he was in he was in my office in the White House all the time begging for subsidies. We got to bounce. Win back freedom. All one word dot com. Is that where people are supposed to go over the weekend to, to immerse themselves in this, Dr. Shiva? Yes. winbackfreedom.com. That's where people should go. And people go to truthfreedomhealth.com. They'll also see a solution. Thanks, Steve. Uh, Dr. Shiva, look forward to having you Be back well. on next weekend. We'll dive into this over the weekend. Thank you very much, Dr. Shiva. This is um, pretty shocking. The most shocking thing is Dr. Shiva's assertion that this backdoor portal and this ecosystem is still quite active in the crime scene known as Twitter. We're going to try to get to the bottom of it uh, all next week. Okay, short commercial break. Uh, I know we've chopped a lot of wood here in the first couple of hours. We're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to be back in the war room in just a moment. It's all started, everything's bigger, and you are over, because we're taking down the CCP. Spread the word all through Hong Kong, we will fight till they're all gone, we rejoice when there's no more, let's take down the CCP. 
Nobody thinks that I can take their house and borrow against the house. Oh no, I have title insurance. No, it's, it's in my name. Or he would have to get some special document. They would call me, you know. Nobody's calling you. After I've stolen the title, borrowed against it, or sold the property, it's 60 to 90 days to even figure out that, that they're the victim of this crime. You know, by that point, you start getting foreclosure notices. You've got four mortgages on your house. You don't even own your home anymore. It's not even in your name. That's a convicted criminal confessing how easily a criminal can find, forge, and refile your home's title in his name. I discovered that neither my identity theft program nor homeowner's insurance protected me. That's why I chose Home Title Lock, and you should too. You could already be a victim and not even know it. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and get a free title scan with sign-up. You need to verify your home is still in your name. Then use code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, for 30 free days of protection. That's promo code Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com. Go to code Bannon for free 30 days. That's Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Think you know Ron DeSantis? Think again. In Congress, DeSantis voted three separate times to cut Social Security. That's right, three times over three years. Worse, DeSantis voted to cut Medicare two times. DeSantis even voted to raise the retirement age to 70. The more you learn about DeSantis, the more you see he doesn't share our values. He's just not ready to be president. Make America Great Again Inc. is responsible for the content of this advertising. On on Easter Monday, we're going to get a couple of specialists in here to go through the Chris Rufo uh, piece up in City Journal to go through the University of Florida and you see the level and sophistication that the cultural Marxist left are coming. The Frankfurt School is coming after the um, basically to warp and to propagandize the children in this country. This is in college, obviously, they're not children or the young adults. It's very scary, but we're going to get some top people in here to break it all down and go through it. And I think what he's doing at New College, the governor, and what he's doing with Chris Rufo is nothing short of brilliant because now it's pretty obvious they're using New College as the launch point to go after a bigger and deeper problem, systemic problem. That's why Gavin Newsom, remember Gavin Newsom is now in Florida, or just went to Florida. I think he talked to her at New School, try to combat this. That that form, that spot we play, and I still say that Governor Santos ought to come out systematically and say, hey, here's what I was thinking at the time, maybe I was a Paul Ryan acolyte, and to really get it on the table. The one thing, and this is why they're seeing the polling spread, Reuters, Ipsos, I've got it up on Getter, this morning, Bible and Getter tonight, we're going to be doing Royce White. We're going to be doing Carrie Lake's uh, the, her, her thing at the uh, at what the airliner the other night um, at the University of Iowa. We got a nice, great photo of Carrie's prayer breakfast in Iowa, jam packed this morning. Carrie Lake and I were doing a prayer breakfast. Um, but Governor DeSantis, this is why I think his, his staff. He's not running to be the governor of America. He's running to be commander in chief and president of the United States. It's a difference, different in scale. And when you go up in scale, it gets much more complicated. 
So uh, we'll have a lot more on that next week. The Ipsos poll has Trump up, I think, 37 points. Now, it's a national poll. It's not state by state. If you look at some of these state polls, Governor DeSantis is quite competitive when you look at some of these state polls. There's no doubt about that. Uh, The latest Iowa poll has Trump up eight. uh, But there's some other polls. It's Texas poll. He's up a bunch. But there's some of these other polls. it's, it's, It's much tighter. But at least on a national level, I think Trump's at 57, 58 percent now. This is after the phony arraignment and the phony arrest in New York City by the American Bolsheviks. One thing that should be evident to you and the the takeaway from the show today and as you contemplate in the the most serious of all the Christian holidays today or Christian events, commemorations, Good Friday today, the crucifixion and death of, uh, of Jesus Christ, and then tomorrow the descent into hell. We'll have the special from Rome with Tom Williams, also Dr. Taylor Marshall, and then, uh, of course, the resurrection on, on, on Sunday, that our nation is being assaulted now by atheistic Marxists more than it's ever been in our history, and that includes the 1950s. Uh, Mike Lindell, you've been a fighter. You, you've, you, you're a convert that you came to Christianity later in life uh, with a, a, an, an experience that changed your life, changed everything about your life, and the leading up to that is a story that's actually quite unbelievable. A degenerate gambler also had other bad habits with drugs, etc., until you came to uh, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. What does this weekend mean for Mike Lindell, sir? Well, it means everything. You know, when I was, when I was saved, uh, I finally was able to forgive myself the way Jesus forgave me for everything. And, and this, uh, this resurrection, this is, the, this is it. I mean, this is the most important weekend uh, or day, um, um, in, uh, in all the Bible. This is where everything changed. This is where we're saved. This is eternity. This is where we're at, Steve, right now. And I've told everyone this, everything that's going on, uh, we're, is getting people, we're in the greatest revival ever for Jesus Christ, because people are looking for hope and he is our hope. And this is, uh, you know, everything that's happening, I believe that, you know, when we get out to this great place we're going, you're going to look back and say everything had to happen for that, for a reason. People don't look to Jesus when things are going great, you know, and and um, I, I'm very encouraged because I talk to people all the time. And you talk about right now with coming with drugs pouring across our southern border and people, fentanyl, or people are dying and they're losing hope, turning to addiction. Um you know, turn to Jesus. I mean, I tell everyone all the time, go to lindellrecoverynetwork.org. It's free, everybody. And at that, there, it's online and it's free. If you know someone that's out there hurting and feeling hopeless, send them there. It's free. And you know what? Getting them off the drugs and alcohol or whatever their addiction is, that's just a bonus. Getting them to Jesus Christ and getting them saved for eternity, that's the big win. Uh, tell us, you also have another uh, big announcement today. By the way, Charlie Kirsten follows at noon. Jack and Charlie doing a special tonight on RAV and uh, on Turning Point uh, uh, about the, this entire situation. This madness has taken over the, the country and also the, about the shutting, defunding the war. So we're going to also put that up on Getter. We got Royce White on Getter. We got Kerry Lake's event on Getter. Mike, you've got a big announcement coming out of my pillow. What is it, sir? Yeah, I'm filming the commercial actually today. You all here on the on the war room can get it first. It's the My Pillow Mattress Stopper 2.0. We took technology from the My Pillow 2.0 and we've actually added coils. Everything made here wow. in the USA. You guys, this is huge. And use that promo code War Room. And also, this is another bonus to make room for all our manufacturing. We are closing out 
our percale bed sheets so you can get king size for $39, uh, queen size for $35 a set, twin size for $25. And once they're gone, they're gone. So you get that. This is a big announcement for everybody. You can turn your bed into the best bed ever. doesn't matter if it's new, old, whatever. The technology that goes in there to help Delta sleep. We have sleep cycles, REM sleep, Delta sleep. And you want to not only get your head and recalibrate it when you go to the MyPillow 2.0, but your body needs rest too. And that's where the MyPillow 2.0 mattress topper comes in. That topper, I love the topper. Mattress topper 2.0. Go to MyPillow.com. Promo code WARM. You got the square. You get everything. The buy one, get one's free. All the sales, all the discounts. You've got it all right there. Mike, uh, have a great uh, Easter weekend, sir. We look forward to seeing you next week. And thank you for your inspirational message and your action-oriented focus, sir. Appreciate it. Well, thank you all. God bless you all. A humble patriot. That's Mike Lindell. Okay, Charlie Kirk's next on Real America's Voice. We'll be back from 5 to 7. As only the war we could be here. And, of course, at 6 o'clock, we're going to have our Good Friday. Dr. Taylor Marshall and Joe Allen will join me for a Good Friday special tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Uh, that's sent into hell, Jesus Christ, special two hours. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash war room to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.